I can't wait to see if, because we're missing two chapters for this section, if our recording will be shorter or if our recording will be the same length as usual, just with more garbage <laughs> talk. Just, it's just more garbage. It's, just, <laughs> it's exactly the same length. <laughs> Chapters 27 through the epilogue, and I'm Rachel, a rereader. I'm Alyssa, a rereader. I'm Jenny, and I'm a rereader. I'm Eli, and I'm a rereader. I screwed it up last time. Every time, you can't say reread. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure to be on this podcast. It's a hard word. I got so used to new reader. I'm Ashley, and I'm a new reader. And I'm Joey, a first time audiobook listener. Okay, first up, corrections, omissions, and announcements. I wanted to thank Lewin Miria for the five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and it was actually a really nice, really nice review, so thank it was, you. yeah. That made us all feel really, really warm inside. Happy um, not to Not to discount anyone else's five-star reviews, they are also wonderful. Much appreciated. <laughs> Uh, listener mail shoutouts are going to go to Yetta, Dylan, and Kate for some spot-on commentary about crying in public, preferred cover art, and our favorite topic, cats. I'm Every still taking night. pictures of cats, people, if you want to send me pictures of your cats. When aren't we? <laughs> also, that, please that keep sending us your Joey fan mail, because Joey <laughs> has gotten quite a few nods over the last week or so yeah. for his... For his tackling of Fitz's torture cha- uh, torture chapter, which was a few sections ago now. Uh, so thank you for letting Joey know that you love him and only him and not any of the rest of us. That's fine. I We, we got a good, nice piece of mail about um, chapter 26, which... About you? No, that was not about no, me. 26. <laughs> that was 26 was just about people crying. That was, yeah. that was Jenny's chapter. That was, that was Yetta's Bad Monday email. Sorry we made you cry. If it's any consolation, I listened to it again today. I also cried. <laughs> yeah, same. I listened to it this morning before I had to interview somebody via Skype and I was, or Zoom or whatever. And I was just like, gotta pull it together. And I was just crying at my own crying. It was great. <laughs> it's like how the name is looking in the mirror while you cry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, do you think that's like a trick that actors use where they like record themselves crying and then they like have an earpiece so that they too can cry on demand? <laughs> I can pretty just, much cry on demand. It doesn't take much for me. You just have the, the last bit of that chapter playing in your ear and then you just be sobbing. All right. Huh? This is going to maybe be a shorter episode. I'm not sure. Hindsight TBD. 2020. TBD. Not if it's up to me. um first up is chapter 27 that's joey chapter 27 it's called lessons or as i like to think of it daddy issues and the return of the howling bitch (laughs) um thank you night eyes um 
The intro is about the rigorous art of skill training, coteries, and how to break skill users, which, while they didn't say his name, is only the book's 72nd mention of, you guessed it, Galen. Brings me of mind of <laughs> The Witcher. Is Fitz a magic slug battery or a beautiful, powerful sorceress? <laughs> um, which, I think he's both, but that's... You gotta watch it to know. Um... So he's a slug sorceress. Slug, powerful, beautiful slug sorceress. You can't have it all. <laughs> we spend a long amount of time pondering the loss of Night Eyes, which still is. How, how do you do that, Hob? How, how many books are left in the series, and you you've taken Night Eyes from us? We'll just put that aside. Um, you are not the cat. You must go on living. This is to dutiful, of course. Um, I've had this conversation with myself before. Aww. Yeah, we have. Um, the old bloods peace out, and Dutiful is gifted an old piebald hor horse described by Fitz as a little dumb creature, which is kind of rude. <laughs> done. Done. <laughs> he said done. Dumb. <laughs> no. He said little <laughs> dumb creature. No, done. Okay, well, the audiobook said dumb. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Hans versus Ham. Ah, like... I'm glad I'm still hearing it wrong. Um, fortunately, though, uh, Fitz is my blackest feeling better enough to carry him on the journey home. And oh, by the way, everything sucks. Night Eyes is gone and the world has lost all meaning. We're going on out of habit now. Uh, Fitz and Dutiful have a low grade skill, wit, mood, forsation. Uh, this, this, this is something that I think is reserved for people who can both skill and wit and mope at the same time, which I'm guessing is only to be a thing that these two share, Dutiful and Fitz, exclusively with one, an one another, um, because it's nobody else in the entire universe of, of Farseer world has, has all of these things. Mood wit and skill use but they're doing this together and it's kind of nice um dutiful blames fitz for killing his cat fitz blames dutiful for not embracing his princely role and in doing so brought about the death of night eyes oh man so there's already that angst that's piling up uh daddy issues of course after some traveling and fitz be being mad at laurel and the fool for not being as miserable um, as he and Dutiful, they end up at an inn um, out from Buckkeep. Uh, Minstrel is playing at this inn. Um, and because it's the only minstrel in the Farseer universe, it has to be Starling, a.k.a. the Howling Bitch, so named by our dearly departed Night Eyes. Fitz rushed by, Fitz rushed by her in her in the most uh, his most inconspicuous manner. So you know this is his like his like ninja stealth. Uh, slipping by, which she most definitely saw. Um, Lord Golden sends Fitz to bring a note to Starling. God. Fitz gets to drinking, passes the note off to Starling, who definitely noticed her earlier, as we said. Starling negs Fitz a little bit by telling him he looked terrible, though, to be fair, he definitely looked and smelled terrible. Star Starling tells him uh, he's he has the saddest song of any man she's ever known. Also very true. Starling then, of course, propositions Fitz, because for Starling, that sort of thing just comes as naturally as breathing. Um, and that's not sex shaming at all it's just starling she's just it's what she does um and isn't she also like married or betrothed or something still do they even talk about that i feel like i missed it 
Um, but after she's married, just yeah. just married then. Okay, he's just newlywed. Okay. Um, after Fitz refuses her, she lets her boobs brush against him. Nice detail. Uh, but for for fuck's sake, Starling. Um, <laughs> Fitz definitely noticed that, but he gets out of there before uh, uh, Starling uh, could uh, insults him to his face too much. Um, so you know, keep your howling mouth shut, minstrel. Um, he's Fitz has been through enough. And by the way, doesn't she know who Lord Golden is? She don't. She's she doesn't. For all her minstrel wit, she has no idea. Who Lord Golden is. <sighs> Back to the room. Fitz gets secondhand bath water again, but it came from the <laughs> fool, so it's probably cleaner than it was when it was first poured because it's the fool, right? <laughs> it's like kind of straining it. So that's that was my thought on that. So it's not as gross as we thought when it comes from the fool. Um, dutiful gets huffy with Fitz, and this is when we sort of start getting like the dutiful Fitz kind of like duo comedy. It's like that the odd the odd coupling where they're actually exactly alike, almost. Um, <laughs> so dutiful uh, gets huffy with Fitz and confronts him about his true identity. And this is the moment when I realize that dutiful is actually most definitely Fitz's son because he <laughs> guesses the that Fitz is the love child of Shade <laughs> and Lady Time, <laughs> which would be kind of incredible. Which is also Farseer uh, Parthenogenesis. Um, and you can find the description of what that is next to the chapter showing the dragon life cycle for your Farseer AP biotest. <laughs> but essentially, but you remember Lady Time is the, is the uh, alter ego of, of Shade. Oh, dutiful. You're not only a Farseer, but you are a Fitzseer. <laughs> Um, which is, you know, far seeing in that only that way that, that I guess the two of them can do. Um, so dutiful and Fitz have some more adorable dialogue and the relationship is starting to grow on me and dutiful points out how rude Fitz is and how he never flatters him. And Fitz's original charm is at work. Uh, dutiful continues to put together the pieces. Fitz looks like a farseer. He knows Kenny well, and he reports to dad, Chad before bed, some more soul crushing lines about the emptiness of losing night eyes and dutiful. And then Dutiful asks if the feeling would ever go away, and Fitz gives him a very reassuring fatherly no. Will you teach me the skill, he asks, the wit? And Fitz mumbles something about teaching him something. Which, you know, that's true Fitz. And then Dutiful skills out to Fitz in that awkward farseer way. And the wit, that's that weird sort of wit and skill mingled together, Right? And mm -hmm. and then the, the next morning, Fitz wakes up to the fool and comments on Fitz's strange relationship with shirts and how he can't keep them on. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, <laughs> there's another touching moment where Dutiful curiously watches Fitz trying to shave. And I, I thought that this, I just, I, I, th I saw this, I thought this was just a, such a nice detail because it, what it really says is that, you know, Dutiful just had, doesn't have people around him to kind of teach him these very basic things about growing up and, you know, it's b becoming a, a, a an adult, really. And he just, um, you know, D Dutiful then asks uh, Fitz about Night Eyes. And 
It turns out that they don't hate each other. Fitz mentions that the cat asked to be killed, but Dutiful already knew that. Dutiful asks, asks again if Fitz will teach him about the skill and the wit. And we learn that Fitz is, by default, the only suitable human to teach it, which makes him Buckkeep's skill master, it turns out. Dutiful reveals to Fitz that the, the ultimate... Dutiful reveals to Fitz his ultimate loneliness as a prince, uh, and we're kind of getting those old book one Fitz feels evidenced by Laurel's exchange with them. As it please you, my prince, which dutiful comments on as she's just like the rest. See, they all treat me this way. They all, they all, they all sort of just treat me with this sort of, they, they're, they're, no one's real with the prince. Um, so, you know, that, and then this is one of my favorite lines from the book, from this chapter where Fitz says, oh, de, oh, oh, de, poor deprived lad. He lifted his head and glowered at me. I turned his look levelly, and then a slow smile came to his face, spoken like a true friend. Uh, and that, I thought that was kind of nice because, you know, this is this is sort of where you get sort of that relationship building, where it's like Dutiful's looking for this, this um, he's looking for this figure in his life, this role model who can kind of be real with him and, 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 and tell him when his tracks are whack, you know, like... He, he needs somebody he needs somebody to keep him real and 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 Fitz is going to be there for him to do that and it also turns out that he knows he knows um he knows the skill and the wit uh and the lord golden gives Fitz more shirts um Fitz needs shirts as it's as it's mentioned and the dutiful inquires about their real identities and the chapter ends with them all holding hands and Fitz and the fool making a vow of kinship and loyalty to dutiful Aw. So I, I like this chapter a lot. I I think I what I didn't get from any other part of this whole book was that relationship that has to build between Dutiful and Fitz. Um because so much was lost, you know, between between Night Eyes and Fitz. Um that you really you really do need like Verity part two. You need that far seer kind of like lineage to continue. Uh, one of the things that I enjoy about this section is the trope of the fantasy inn. You know, <laughs> like you, see, you, but you see it a lot, like you know, in fantasy novels where they always go on an adventure and then they're always at the inn, and usually at the inn, either someone's going to get recognized or you're going to like run into you know Strider or something's going to happen <laughs> that like drives the action. But in and like we have, we have. Uh, Starling getting her little note passed, but really this is just about them kind of being able to converse privately, which is nice. There is a part of me that was very, very glad that Starling was not in the loop on who Lord Golding was because I <laughs> fucking hate her, and I'm like, yeah, see, you're not in the circle of trust, okay? You're out there. And she's supposed and to be so observant. Yeah, right? She's... Ugh, ugh, I hate she her. She didn't take notice of him because she... Didn't think he was going to be a song for her. Yeah. <sighs> Starling's yeah. a I do like that Dutiful thinks that Fitz is the son of Shane <laughs> yeah. and Lady Time. Amazing. I mean, for Lady Time died before he was even born, and she was like a thousand years old. <laughs> 
right? So it's like, well, he probably but he's just trying to piece years together. And like, he's never going to guess that, oh yeah, sorry, you body swapped and sexy timed my mom. <laughs> like, you know, he's, he's grasping at straws and the, the reality is so far fetched. Then like, why not? It'd be shade and lady time. I think he's doing good putting pieces together though, because you know, he's heard of lady time. He's picked up. Yeah, conversations about this like you know long gone mythical figure at the same time he's just like he's so proud of himself and he's so very wrong so it's just very funny <laughs> and Fitz is just like how do I react to this he's like yeah sure yeah can. I am <laughs> I wonder if he'll try to sniff Fitz's poops to see if they're super stinky like his mother's <laughs> oh. remember though there was a thing about how smelly Lady Time's poops were Maybe he hasn't heard that rumor. He's done his research. I mean, it was pretty well known. I also can't deal with Fitz trying to shave. And he's like, keeps making himself. And he's like, I still haven't figured out how to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Fitz never had anyone to teach him to shave either. I also just hate being reminded of the fact that Fitz always has a beard and I never draw him with it. Yeah, no. I I never envisioned him in my head with a beard either, so... It's a clear beard. It's it's clear. <laughs> it's just translucent. plastic wrap over his face. <laughs> Is it dirt or a beard? I don't know. As long as he scrubs his face, it comes off. He's probably got bugs in there. I find it very sweet, but also sad that like the dutiful's life is everybody is either trying to win his favor or they were manipulating him, and then. He meets Fitz, and Fitz, like, backhands him, and he's like, ooh, is this <laughs> Daddy issues. <laughs> yeah. Is this Well, yeah, he doesn't care. Like? He, he doesn't treat him. He doesn't treat him with any special, you know, deference, so. He's automatically more, more intriguing and better to hang out with than anyone else. When Fitz is the ideal person to hang out with, like that's I have said this problem. before, but I would hang out with Fitz. I think he'd be fine. You know, I mean, as long I'd as he drink bait. with him, maybe. He wouldn't yeah, be my wingman or anything, but you know. <laughs> well, I mean, you'd look good next to him. Yeah. And they're they're both hot. kind Remember, of wallowing hot, right now. So it's like that meme with the tables at the cafeteria, and you pick your table. <laughs> But yeah. Starling and Fitz are at the same table. So oh, what no. table are you sitting at? Oh God. <laughs> Starling's at that table, but like no one invited her. She's just there. Oh, <laughs> She's God. at every table. She's at every table. We all do, Starling. Picking up on that sweet, sweet goss. Shades at one table, but Lady Times at another table. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps running back and forth, and it's just too fast for you to notice. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad that Fitz got more shirts. Jeez, yes. what's with the shirt talk? There's like, yeah, we should have like a shirt watch part of our... I like that it's legitimately like a running gag throughout this, though. It's not just like we notice that he's been wearing the same shirt forever. It's like, it's just definitely a thing. And the fool is just yeah. like, oh my god, I hate you. But I love you. But also it's I like hate you're, you. You're just a violent man with <laughs> uh, with broad shoulders who cannot stop <laughs> f- 
fucking can, with his clothes. You know, I can almost see a graphic with, like, all the shirts that Fitz has owned and how they've been horribly <laughs> damaged off of him. Oh, that's... I like that. Make a poster. <laughs> that should be made. That, I would Stabbing bull. Yeah, I think it's on the cover of Asquest. It, it would say, 80s, Fitz shirts? Question mark. My favorite is the shirt that he takes off to mop up the blood of the dead man. Yeah. Yes. That's a great... I mean, it's like that with the meat shirt, you know? It's (laughs) a good... I I can just see, like, this is, like, an infographic. You just get, like, the the picture of the shirt and, like, a sort of, like, vague, you know, (laughs) kind of, like, you can tell what happened to it and then, like, a little description of the... Yeah, it's like... The tragedy. A story story told in Fitz's shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. I think you could tell this trilogy through his... (laughs) terrible clothing you, I, you, you and what you don't understand is there are so many more shirts to go <laughs> get some more books it's gonna be the biggest infographic it's gonna be a pullout you're gonna have to like wait till the it. third trilogy <laughs> yeah you remember when he got a nice shirt and then the forged one stole it and Winnie the Pooh did around and he stabbed the pooh. <laughs> that's my favorite yeah. shirt that's that was like... his first nice shirt <laughs> oh he really can't keep good shirts. That was the one with Shrewd's pin on it. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. thought he was dead. You have to put Shrewd's pin on it and then some, like, you know, scraggly ends. That's <laughs> that shirt. Yeah, I, I like Dutiful in this section. He hasn't been super likable up until this point, so it's nice to see him kind of get a personality. Well, I mean, well, I yeah, think yeah, we were... Fitz without Night Eyes is sad, but Dutiful without the cat, it's like, yay! You're, it's, you're much better <laughs> You're a person the cat, now. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to be himself. I mean, he was, you know, like no, before this, he was, he was just that shadow, yeah. Yeah, he was Panda Bear, yeah. All right, uh, anything else for Chapter 27? I like that Dutiful got so excited by the end when... Fitz and the fool were like, we're in on a secret together, even though you still don't know anything. But let's hold hands. <laughs> I envision that very much as like a buddy movie where like the two of them jumped and high fived each other at the end. And <laughs> <laughs> their freeze frames. <laughs> Dutiful's like really happy, and then like Fitz's face is a little bit more like, oh no, it's wincing. <laughs> Right. Let us move on to chapter 28, which is mine. It's called Homecoming. The intro for chapter 28 is all, remember the Red Ship War? And remember Kebel Robred? And remember Forging? And remember the Pale Woman? Because I bet you do. So Fitz and company are heading back to Buckheap after the misadventures of one not-at-all-dutiful farseer. Fitz is trying not to focus on the absence of his wolf, and instead has some intrusive thoughts about how Lord Golden and Laurel are probably going to get married or something. When he's not when he's not staring at the back of Dutiful's head thinking about how he's putting up a good front, Fitz is ignoring my black entirely. Once back in Buckheap, they hear the Out Islanders and Dutiful's bride have arrived on the noon tide or something. I don't really know how that works, but apparently there was wind. <laughs> uh, so they hustle Dutiful through the back door of Buckheap Castle and into the custody of Shade, since Dutiful has been quote unquote meditating all month. So he's just in time, like skin <laughs> of his 
knows. Um, afterwards, Fitz indulges in some lonely man's sad sack behavior by sitting in the rain with Dutiful's unnamed <laughs> Dun Horse and my black on the side of the road, watching the Out Islander procession have a parade through the rain up the steep road to Buckkeep. Fitz describes Dutiful's bride as an 11-year-old seal with seal eyes and seal hair and seal skin blouse. She's covered in narwhals. And I think we can all agree that this girl must be protected from Althea at all costs. <laughs> Fitz finishes up this miserable experience by trudging through the mud that has been left behind and up into Buckheap, where he wallows a little bit in Burrich feelings while taking care of my black in the old stables. And then he heads back into the castle and his life as Tom Badgerlock begins again. He is the worst valet in Buckheap. Upon entering Lord Golden's empty chambers, he inexplicably decides to tidy up. <laughs> oh, no. no. Quote, unquote, you know, the experience wedges. changed him. <laughs> he, sees that, he sees that the fool's not there because they've gone to party at this uh, procession arrival. And so he, he decides to, quote-unquote, wedge Lord Golden's discarded sartorial God. options back into an already overstuffed wardrobe. He's very pleased with himself after he does that, and then he sweeps up. Uh, and then he is, again, he's pleased with his continued ability to avoid his own grief and then heads upstairs to Shade's secret tower. Shade isn't in, but there's a bath, and Fitz spends a few pages tending to his physical wounds with some smelly ungent and then lounging in the bath, drinking wine and eating off a cheese board. And I recognize these things as self-care. <laughs> <laughs> I think is what you're supposed to do when you're Bath depressed. Cheese so I'm going to write it down. second only to night cheese, so... <laughs> night cheese. Bed cheese. <laughs> uh, after falling asleep with an empty wine bottle in the tub, Fitz wakes up when Shade comes in like, Fitz in the bath? Are you okay? <laughs> it's good he should sleep there more often. <laughs> yeah. So they stay up talking, and Shade expresses his condolences to Fitz for the loss of Night Eyes, but Fitz changes the subject really fast, so he doesn't really get to talk about that. He wants to talk about the Narcheska. He calls her a kid, but Shade seems really impressed with her. Again, seal, seal girl, seal hair, seal eyes. <laughs> Fitz reports on the doings of the rescue mission, and Shade is worried, uh, worried to confirm that Dutiful is actually witted. And then Fitz is like, of course he is, what'd you expect? Um, and he's kind of like, will this help to push for change in Buckheap? Like, the piebalds kind of had a point about the whole stop hacking us up and burning us thing. And then Shade is kind of disappointingly boomer about that whole conversation. But <laughs> something tells me that the status can't keep quoing for too much longer. <laughs> Shade asks Fitz if he's going to be the skill master. And Fitz is like, wait, what do you know? And then Shade is like, everything I pretend to and nothing I don't. And by the way, I've drugged you. <laughs> it's just and, coffee. <laughs> and Fitz is like, with fucking what? 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 And Shade's like, oh, just some herbs I read about in a dusty-ass scroll. Something that should sharpen you without harming your abilities. It's safe speed. <laughs> <laughs> the new meth. <laughs> Fitz is mad that Shade continues to manipulate him instead of having an actual relationship with him. Um, and he just really would rather that he is the loving old grandpa that he always wanted. Uh, but he reminds him that Fitz's loyalty is to the Farseers and specifically to the prince because he's Verity's heir. And Fitz is not going to plan with Shade about how to manipulate Prince Dutiful, thank you very much. 
And instead of provoking Shade into an argument over old wounds, this actually makes Shade cry because he knows that Dutiful will have a ruthless Farseer bastard on his team after he's gone, which is nice. That's a nice thought. Uh, And in return for this display of loyalty, Shade sits down to report on the Queen's thoughts and reactions over the Out-Islanders and Dutiful's return, which I should note is Shade treating Fitz like an equal. He gave him Mm -hmm. his own chair. Yeah. I mean, remember back in, like, you know, the the live ship books when, like, the mom only had one chair? Like, you know, <laughs> chairs are important. <laughs> Who says where is important? <laughs> yep. He's sliding back oh. into his old life, but not really, because instead of doing whatever the fool told him to do, he went up to shade, and now they're doing shade things in the walls. Poor... Fool's clothes. (laughs) (laughs) He's so proud of himself. It's like, oh my god, stop. I haven't done my job at all yet, so. He's like, look at me doing the shit I'm supposed to do. Such a still bad. I'm just pushing with my whole body, just just really with really sharp movements as I slam the door shut on on top of them. I just picture him smiling, not <laughs> just time. like hands on I'm hips, good. like I did a good job. <laughs> He'll be I, so proud. I think he mentioned that he thought maybe he was wrinkling the silk or something. Maybe, but <laughs> might be a little wrinkled. How dare you! But what else are you supposed to do with them? Like. Mm-mm. Not hang them up. That's put for them sure. in the bath with you, maybe. <laughs> Option two: wear all of them at the same time. <laughs> um, I like the image of Fitz falling asleep with an empty bottle of wine in his hand. You gotta be careful himself. when you're drinking in the tub. It's risky business. So he's just telling himself, "I feel fine. I feel good. I'm not sad." <laughs> I hope that he has one of those really nice tub caddies that like goes across and it has like a little oh, notch yeah. for your book and like a Definitely. little wine glass holder and spot for little your cheeses. Brush. Little brush, some cheeses. He's drinking straight from wine. the bottle. Living the life. But we got sorry. sirens here. Yeah, sorry. We're... <laughs> Worm sign. It's because of the silks. it's the silk police they're gonna put them in the silk ambulance (laughs) (laughs) okay we're good uh yeah he well he's just i i think that it's probably a nicer tub than i would expect because it's shade and it's like stuff he's pilfered over the years it's got like the the clawed feet yeah yeah i'm I'm sure it's a deep tub we know that much <laughs> yeah, it couldn't have gotten so in. cozy and fallen asleep if it was a I think small little tub. I think they should put that in his room and he should just sleep in that instead of his cot. <laughs> <laughs> Con the fool could just come in and like pour some new herbs and stuff into it, and make sure he's not disgusting all the time. I like that he put the hot water in and then it added another bit of cold water to like bring it to a, a good temperature. And I was like, that has a hot with hot water that's been in a bucket for who knows how long. It's definitely not hot enough anymore. Why? You, <laughs> yeah. Why would you bother adding cold water? <laughs> He wanted to. He, he, he likes his misery. He wants to wallow in it. It's like a tepid <laughs> bath. It's okay. The, the wine warmed him up. 
Well. You heard that the cold water was better for his recently shorn hair. <laughs> and his terribly shaved beard. Oh, he's just had a bad day. He just wants a nice soak in the tub with a I'll bottle of wine. I think they need ice cream in this universe. <laughs> oh, man. Then they'd be it's too just happy. I don't going know. through a whole bunch of pints. The glass. I like that my black did get a nice rub down and some, you know, like a nice, like, like a good thank you. She wasn't just handed off to a groom. Because she tried really hard and she was probably still kind of limpy. Did did uh, Hans take care of her hands? No, no. Fitz took care of her himself. Oh. He was worried that he would run into Hans, but he did not. Right, right. <laughs> what do Ashley and Joey think of the Narcheska or Seal Girl? <laughs> it made my stomach feel oogie that they're like playing the future for this 11 year old girl. Like I know this is just like they're betrothed to each other and you know all of that but still I'm just like she's 11 she's a little kid she's all wide eyed and looking at everything around her and meantime her whole life is being taken away from her right well and dutiful knows how young she is he was he's dismayed yeah. at how young she is <laughs> well and yeah. he's young he's, he's only like 14 like old they're both cat women. Young, but yeah <laughs> yeah she's not a cat she's a narwhal Ugh. no cat yeah, she'll grow up at Narwhals some point are cool I felt bad for her that her celebration hair was all wet and matted down to her head when she was trying to look good, but... But she was supposed to be, like, like embrace. I thought that was a nice character portrayal, is that she was just kind of glorifying in it. Like, she was just, like... What was she was described as, like, jumping up and down or something? She's not yeah. afraid yeah, she of the weather, happy. for sure. Yeah, she's not gonna let rain bother her. She's not like the other ladies. She's not like other Well, girls. I mean, she comes from the out islands, so I imagine there's plenty of rain there. Yeah. Rain and misery, I just keep I'm sure. imagining rain coupoos when you say <laughs> rain every time. <laughs> it's a sickness I have. Do you, do you miss veils and... I miss Paragon, Close. and I said that randomly aloud the other day. <laughs> I miss Paragon. <laughs> I miss Paragon. You got Fitz. Isn't that kind of... No. Oh, it's not no. sad enough. <laughs> Fitz being depressed and falling asleep in a bath. But Fitz is in a bathtub, okay? So he's like... He's all halfway the there. Yeah. Paragon is in the sea. It's the same thing. Halfway. <laughs> he's got some Epsom salts in there. He's He's doing well. I'm not in it enough. I want to read it and be like, maybe I'm stranded on a beach. <laughs> Fitz was stranded on a beach briefly. It was even a similar beach. Touche. It's the same beach. Is it not, though, just like complete farseer luck that the second they get into town after this crazy adventure is like the deadline? <laughs> 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 course like he doesn't even get like to sleep he doesn't even get to like go in and say hey mom sorry i ran away and almost became a cat man like <laughs> he gets in and they hustle his ass like probably straight to the receipt you know the reception line to like meet he his probably got to change first well yes of course because he's a prince and he's been meditating and he can't look like somebody beat him up in a cave very <laughs> Not the face, Fitz. Not the face. 
<laughs> well, that actually happened to Fitz. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Fitz takes a bath. Shade comes in. Oh, Shade cried. There's drugs. Shade cried. That was weird. It was weird. He's getting soft in his old age. He doesn't he is, cry. The old, the old assassin. There's Just no gives people drugs. In baseball. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, the steep side effect of his uh, mind drugs he's taking. Just random crying at the end of the day. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I think they. I think it's just caffeine. I think they just had like actual tea. Oh, he just gave him regular old tea instead of just <laughs> yeah. like grass water, like everyone gave else. Him placebo. <laughs> yeah, that's like the ancient drug they found. It was just tea. What do you think the Narcheska <laughs> thinks of Buckkeep? Do you think she's like these people don't have windows, or do you think she look? Like she's from the Out Islands. They definitely don't have proper windows there. I feel like Buckkeep yeah. has to be a step up. Hell yeah! Yeah, they think of yeah, they, they probably live in caves out the there. Six duchies is the soft farmers. Oh, so she. Well, I mean, with like awesome amenities. <laughs> She's like, I could get like, there's a castle. Windows. The food's gotta be different. We'll see. Less seal? Less seal. <laughs> yeah, less, it's, 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 it's less rubbery. It's more stringy. The description, I mean, I'm very grateful that we've gotten such a description of her outfit because, you know, I'm into costuming as world building, obviously. But the description of her leather blouse, her yeah. leather high-necked <laughs> blouse, is she just, and it's raining on her? I'm like, is she just in it and just sweaty? And She's got to be dying inside of it. Like, there's no <laughs> way. It's like a pale garbage bag. Just <laughs> She's a seal. <laughs> I mean, it just, it would depend on the leather. Like, maybe it's a really nice soft leather so she's I would like, expect it to be if it's blousey. The yeah. leather that breathes. Yeah. <laughs> it's got lots of holes in it. I don't know. When I read leather blouse, I just, I didn't think of it as being blousey. I just thought of it as like. Fitz doesn't know how to describe a shirt. Yeah. It's right. just like a female's shirt. Can I ball it? <laughs> happens to be I can't call it a jerkin. It's on a, it's on a lady. It's not a jerkin. It's a blouse. Yeah. <laughs> Do, I'm trying to find this section. Sorry, hold on. Her inky black hair was long and unbound. The rain had sleeked it to her head tight as seal's fur, and her eyes, too, reminded me of a seal's, immense and dark and liquid. Liquid. Her teeth were white in an excited smile. She was a sturdy little thing, wide-cheeked and square-shouldered. Uh, perhaps to honor her intended, she was dressed in buck blue with an odd blue ornament in her hair, but her high-collared overblouse was a fine white leather embroidered in gold with leaping narwhals. What the heck is that? A narwhal? No, I know, I know, I know, I know what I, I know, but yeah, like, but it's like white leather. Do you think yeah. an overblouse is another term for a jacket? <laughs> I really want to draw this, so I'll figure it out. I think it's like a shirt on top of a shirt. Like, maybe she has an undershirt on, and then the leather one goes on top. As her so, uh, picture the seal says, with... The uh, internet says that... Oh, go ahead. 
a leather jacket on. That's what I was saying. She's a biker. <laughs> yeah. I just I'm a appreciate the fact that... Not Islanders are bikers. Was, I just appreciate the fact that she was described as something other than a cat, because usually all females are described in cat metaphors Ugh. with Robin Hobb. So I appreciate seal instead of... On the back, there's yeah. like an embroidered seal with a baseball bat, and it says "Live or Die Free." <laughs> <laughs> no, it says "Salt Life" on it. Yeah, salt life. Salt what life. animal would oh, Robin Hood describe you all as, please? What animal would I be described what? as? Yes, by Robin Hobb. By Robin Hobb. As a woman. Oh God, I have no idea. What's that one like happy-looking kind of uh, rodent? That everyone is always taking selfies with the quokka. Yeah. <laughs> a what? It's a got chubby cheeks, and I've got chubby cheeks. Quokka. I think that's it. Yeah, they live on an island off the coast of Australia. Does it have name? to be something that exists in the six duchies? I feel like quokkas transcend fiction. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't ask me what realm of the elderling animal. <laughs> she said as described by Robin Hobbs. So I thought that didn't was we hard. already take the animal test, though? I got every cruddy animal there was. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> I would be something that has just, like, an intense amount of hair. <laughs> <laughs> they look like capybara kangaroos. But smiling, yeah. But smiling yeah. for some reason. Chubby cheeks. That's me. Your rapper would be Quaka Flocka. Quaka Flocka. Quaka Have you a porcupine? Yes. <laughs> yes. You <laughs> might as well hate me, but also love me. But delicious. You'd be very delicious. <laughs> well, here's a picture of Hem- uh, A. Hemsworth with a Quaka. Do you Thor. know which Hemsworth? Thing? Thor. Ha- ha- Thor Hemsworth. Thor Hemsworth. <laughs> Not Hemsworth. an overblast. <laughs> an overblast? The, d- the definition of an overblast is dumb. <laughs> what is the definition of an overblast? It says that it is just a blouse designed to be worn outside the waistband of a skirt or slacks. So it's a shirt you don't fucking tuck in. But it's leather, so I'm thinking tunic. It's probably a tunic with, yeah. like, side laces and, like, a little collar. Maybe it has a cute little peplum waist or something. Yeah. Hmm. There's an overblast <laughs> jacket. Maybe it's that. Just it's a biker jacket with, the like, rock skull oh, patches. Yeah. They are bikers. Narwhal patches. Narwhal it's skull patches. Narwhal skull patches. <laughs> <laughs> it's metal. This is the alternative. <laughs> This is the version of the of the Narcheska that goes with the Wintrow tattoo horns. thing. Yes, yes. She hangs out with the father tattooed Wintrow <laughs> <laughs> at the local Dockside Tavern. Oh, I did find a nice little like um, graphic of an overblouse versus some other blouses, and it does appear just to be like a long waisted shirt that you could cinch with a belt at your waist. As opposed to, like, a tunic or a wrap top. To me, it just predicates the existence of an underblouse. How many blouses do we need? Sure. I think think she's wearing at least two blouses. (laughs) Three. I don't know. I don't know that it means it's over on top of something so much as it's over the waist of her pants. She's definitely wearing pants. Yeah, what kind of pants is she wearing, though? Like, 
like leather pants. They look like goofy pants. Jeggings. They would be described as a seal's snow pants. Slippers. I don't know. <laughs> She's wearing snow pants just... and she has a sled. It says rosebud on it. Oh god. I like that instead of like putting her on a horse with everyone else, like they put her on like a palanquin and then carried her up the hill. Which reminded me of how Fitz entered the the Mountain Kingdom, mm-hmm. where they were like, "You seem feeble. We'll put you on this and let the old <laughs> women carry you." And he was really like, <laughs> "But she's royalty, so she should be carried." I don't know. I just think that it's clearly the you know people in Buck think that that's it's how you do it's it. An honor, yeah. How to get him off the ground. But also, Ketrikin is from the Mountain Kingdom, and she probably ordered that to happen, so is she insulting them? Maybe they brought one on their boat. (laughs) But it was being carried by Buckkeep men. Maybe they made them carry it once they got it off the boat. I mean, we know that Ketty has changed her ways in an effort to fit in, so maybe she's like, okay, well, fucking carry this bitch. Well, yeah. maybe she knows that they were carried in and that they saw it as a sign of respect so she decides to return the favor. Yeah. Maybe. I also like that... Why is Joey texting me? <laughs> Pictures of seals, no doubt. Oh, thank you for this picture of an overblouse. That's good. That's 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 my best guess. <laughs> Uh, I like that Fitz had that momentary aside where he was like, I hope everyone in this little parade doesn't start killing each other since they're people who used to fight in the Redship War. So that's a nice little damper. (laughs) I'm sure to some extent that feeling might be there, but Fitz also hasn't been there for 15 years, 10 years. Peace talks. The overblast just looks like a tunic, but with a belt. Yeah. 15 I, I need to see the belt version here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still stuck on this. Oh, we're just going to talk about the overblast. Chapter 29 is called The Overblast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we fill out this podcast. It's, it's about all about Mistress Hasty's take on the overblast after seeing <laughs> the Narchezco's. Well, you know, we have to, you know, change our fashion based on the new people, so. Mm-hmm. Shirt watch. Do you but, think that fits would look good in an overblouse? Uh, yeah. But would it go with the Jamelian pants? I'm just, I'm thinking it might not. But would he be able to keep an overblouse from being destroyed? Who's wearing Jamelian no. pants? I think if it was sleeveless, it would be better for Someday him. Someday he will wear Jamelian. What are Jamelian pants? What are Jamelian pants look like? Are they we like don't know. Exactly. Bell bottoms? We don't know. It's they're bell bottoms. It's the cosmic <laughs> ultimate question. <laughs> they're bell bottoms. They're laced. They have like the stitching up the side. Bell bottoms. Laced up bell bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're wearing. All right. We're losing listeners. We got to move on to chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or gain we're gaining them. better ones. Yeah. Ah. I hope that we get fan mail about our discussion on overblosses <laughs> and our excellent discussion. Chapter 29. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Buckkeep Town, a.k.a. Flirtsville. 
so the intro goes into the virtues and medicinal properties of the herb fennel. And I don't know anything about fennel, so the first time I started reading this, I was thinking that this is what Jade gave Fitz. But then I remembered that Jenna's cat's name was fennel. Uh, so I was wondering if maybe this was describing the cat. And now I'm thinking maybe it's a metaphor for Jenna. But I don't know. I think too much, and I'm not very smart. So onward and upward. <laughs> Fitz awakens from his sleep in the late evening, groggy and blaming Shade for his herbs, for feeling like crap, um, but really it's his fault for taking an extended nap after work. I mean, that never works. Um, <laughs> he's not in too bad of spirits to flirt with f- the fool for a bit, though. Lord Golden teases Badgerlock about how bad of a valet he is, and Fitz jealously asks if he danced with the Huntswoman for dinner. Again, <laughs> he's just being a boob. Are you guys getting married? I love what he's thinking about it, and he's like, I guess she's not bad looking. <laughs> she's young. Sad face. <laughs> he looks in the mirror crying. <laughs> <laughs> Later, Fitz heads to town to check on Hap. Along the way, he sees a young couple being lovey and dovey and gross, and his first thought is that Dutiful won't get to be an idiot teenager with his wife because she's not even a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Then Fitz gets to Jenna's, and he finds that Hap isn't there, but Jenna is there, and that ginger menace, Fennel. Jenna invites Fitz in for a cuppa, and it's immediately obvious that the sunken-eyed, bedraggled, and shorn Fitz has had a rough time. There's a cute moment with the cat associated with this. Um, So Fitz thinks, I looked down at him, and he looked up at me. For an instant, our gazes brushed, and we both looked aside in an instinctive courtesy. But he had already seen the ruins of my soul. (laughs) He rubbed his cheek against my leg. Hold the cat. Actually, they say it like this. Hold the cat. You'll feel better. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The the cat also gives us a description. Empty and hollow as a log when the the mice are eaten. (laughs) So... Fitz admits to Jenna that Night Eyes has passed, and Jenna is able to provide some comfort with her companionship, and Fitz is even able to admit that he'll be okay eventually. And it's at this moment moment that uh, the wolfish part of Fitz stirs, and he hears Night Eyes encouraging him that he will be able to move on. So I thought that was really cool. It was like, I guess, what Black Rolf was talking about. But to me, it seems like, how is that? that? I guess it's not... He hasn't, like, taken over Fitz, so it's not the same thing as the cat in the woods. But it's like, right. it was it was pretty cool. Echo. Yeah, it's like a little echo of Night Eyes. It was cute. Um, and then the chapter, chapter ends with Fitz and Jenna discussing Hat falling hard for some cute girl um, and staying out way past curfew. Fitz decides to let him stay out and, you know, go to Flirtsville. <laughs> and he uh, appears to be doing the same. Ooh. We discussed my favorite quote of this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> the Fitz, you know I love you, don't you? I halted where I stood. 
I'd hate to have to kill you, he continued. Oh, yeah. I recognized his adept imitation ah! of my own voice and inflection. I stared at him, baffled. He sat up taller and glanced over the back of his chair at me with a pained smile. Never again attempt to put my clothing away, he warned me. Rulli and silk should be draped for storage, not wadded. <laughs> it was very cute. Like that a lot, yeah. God, I can just see Fitz wadding up the shirts into like these tiny little shitty balls. I also just love <laughs> like, that he... What is he doing? I love that he freezes at the you know I love you part. Yeah. <laughs> you know I love you. He's like, wait, are we, is this happening? Is it happening? It's happening. <laughs> Have we discussed this already? What? What? Have you ever had a bag of bags and... Fitz just took one shirt and balled up all the rest of the shirts and put it in that one, I think. <laughs> like, yeah, the plastic bag with all the plastic bags inside. Yes, it. exactly. <laughs> that's Fitz took an shirts. overblouse and then balled up all the other shirts and put it inside. Yeah, that's what an overblouse is for. <laughs> <laughs> it's over all the other blouses. <laughs> Rachel thinks that I pack for con the way that Fitz packs for anything. Absolutely. <laughs> You're like, don't put that with that. What are you doing? That's how, I, that's how I do when I'm leaving con. I don't care about this anymore. Right. <laughs> Garbage. Throw <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> it. Yeah. I don't even care if the TSA breaks it in half. Yeah, the unpacking, though, is always a little frightening because, whew. That's a lot of smells. It's sometimes. a lot of smells, yeah. <laughs> um... I yeah, I love again more of this of this very jealous thought process of like Laurel, Laurel young beautiful Laurel who's a good hunter, who's strong, who would be a, who like okay. Yep. I just I love that he just goes down the train of thought and like doesn't examine why he feels that way. Yeah. But it's like also that's how he treats women kind of. Where it's like, <laughs> "Oh, she's there and she's young." That's and- true. I and guess so. Not enfeebled, so that's the one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pick a few tires. Yeah, Everything's intact. Sturdy like... build. Which is why he's looking at Jenna Just and he's like, I guess. I guess, you're here. <laughs> but, you know, I liked Fennel in this chapter. Fennel's the best. It's cute. Fucking star. <laughs> <laughs> the true hero of this book. Hold the cat, you'll feel better. Hold the cat, you'll feel better. I do that all the time when I'm sad. I'm like, I'll get the cat, and I will hold, and I'll pet the cat, and petting the cat will lower my blood pressure. And I try to, but then the cat's like, "No, I don't want to be held right now. Get off of me!" <laughs> Non-consensual affection. Well, well, look at the cat. Like you'll feel still, better. Yeah, your cat's like still like a teenager. Oh my god, she's crazy. Her one-year adoption anniversary is coming up on the 20th, so I bought her a big, like, sack of toys from the internet, and she's living her best life. There's, like, <laughs> 25 toys all over the place, and she's just going, like, full clown all the time. <laughs> uh, to be young. Um, I loved... Um, oh my gosh. I just totally blanked on her name, even though I look at her stuff all the time. The beautiful watercolors on Instagram. Katrin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, the the painting that she did just today, I guess, maybe, or yesterday, of the dinner scene, and the little tiny cat is, like, clawed up on Fitz's leg. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) 
Yeah, Catherine draws yes. on Instagram. Her paintings are gorgeous. Well, also, Fitz wearing that, that green and yellow ensemble. Ensemble. <laughs> ensemble. Did he ruin that shirt as well? I forget. Oh, I think he got a meat stain or something, fun. I'm sure. I was, was going to say, was that the There's meat? probably meat in his shirt meat in the scene. Yeah, that's the, meat, that's the meat he let he put in there for Night Eyes. Drumsticks only. Now he has no reason to have meat shirts anymore. Now I'm sad. Tiny Tibbets, the kitten. Um, yeah, so what's Hap doing? Flunking out of college? <laughs> no! Are you kidding? When I was in college, I was sneaking off seeing people. I stayed out till 4 o'clock in the morning. I had three jobs and I was a full-time student and I still rocked the shit out of it. He's just going to cram as much life as he can into his hours and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> like this Fitz is like, I'm going to be a hands-off parent. Gonna let you do what you want to do. Yeah. Nobody but remember, Hap was homeschooled, so is Hap really emotionally? <laughs> I mean, is he gonna get bamboozled by the lady that he's fallen for? Likely, we'll see. <laughs> but is it not a woman inside of a cat? So he's already doing better than his <laughs> yeah. other child. <laughs> yeah, or maybe that that I kind like, of fully age appropriate. Just maybe just like a touch oh, stankier yeah. than she should be, but whatever. Skank. You know, She's got a tongue like... piercing. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have an overblast? You know, I think that Hap is kind of skanky too, but that's just to be expected because he's been stuck in a cabin in the woods for like 10 years. I don't know. I find it interesting, like the different like children of Fitz, you know, you've mm-hmm. got like Hap, who he actually sort of raised. <laughs> And then you've got Dutiful, who's been, like, you know, stuck in the castle with his life controlled. And then, you know, Nettle's off living the life with, like, parents who love her and, like, siblings. (laughs) I hope Hap is a better bather than Fitz, though. I don't know. I don't don't (laughs) know. I think that Dutiful, like, got all of Verity's habits. But, but, um, I feel like, you know, like... Dutiful got all of his moodiness, but also, like, he got Verity's habits, right? So you're telling me that he's moody but neat. Yes. Because, like, that's the one, like, one description he has at first is that he's fastidious. Is it really in the maps? Because Fitz is a disaster. Yeah, Fitz is the (laughs) opposite. That's what I mean. So, like, is Hap really prepared? Is Hap... Hap got that part. No, I don't think Hap is prepared at all, but I think he'll be okay. Hap has been living in the corner of a room in a cabin, <laughs> being like a feral child. And his real so. dad just kind of died because, let's face it, Night Eyes raised plants. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> it's true. I think that, like, Dutiful is probably the most, like, fits in his upbringing. Right? I think he might he's being also ta- be the most, like, fits in his temperament. Far, far seer, yeah. yeah. But, like, he's being raised by, by Shade. Yeah, pretty much. Well, he also and has all getting, of, like, like the, the court, the court stuff, the burdens of being a farseer and being important, but also like, just, I don't know. He has a mom, though. He has a mom. Well, yeah. There's 
He does have some advantages gonna over Fitz. He's going to be better for that reason. I don't know. I watched The Crown. I don't think having your mom be the queen is, like... I feel like I feel like Hap is sort of, you know, the the version of Fitz pre shrewd when he was just like you know sleeping in the stables, in the barn, and running around. <laughs> he's burnt, you know, and like he's doing Burich, whatever. Burich. Like that's Hap. Yeah. Yep. You know, Nettle is like the well-adjusted one, probably, <laughs> or at least from what from the burbs. The very little we've gotten of her so far. She's the one from the burbs. She's got she's got two parents. The pretty, yeah, she's the pretty and pink one. <laughs> What's yeah, that she's at? poor but smart. She helps her dad with the horse farm, so she knows lots about horses. And her mom probably raises bees. That's it. <laughs> that's that's the thing. It's a simple life, but you know, it's it's got to be better than the other two. Dad's really into horses. Mom's really into <laughs> bees. <laughs> got like fourteen younger brothers and sisters. No, just brothers. Younger she's brothers. probably raising the kids. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> now that's not that's not that sucks. She's got candles though, so yeah, no. they probably Life just have is good. a fuck ton of candles. Smells <laughs> smells great there though. Awesome. Yeah, I, I bet she bathes. <laughs> I bet nettle bathes. I bet you no, yeah. Molly definitely has created a scent wall between her cabin and the horse stable. <laughs> a scent wall. A scent wall. It's a thicker portion of air caused by beautiful, heavy uh, oil diffusion that can come from the candles. Okay. Hmm. It's the way to live. That scent life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anything else? Or are we ready? We ready for epilogue? We ready to end epilogue. it? Epilogue. Time for the epilogue. <laughs> so here in the epilogue, we have Future Fitz, and he's writing about how he always wanted to write a big research history book about all the six duchies with maps and illustrations and calligraphy like Bilbo Baggins sitting at Rivendell, but instead he wrote a big old diary with pink fur trim. <laughs> Scrapbook. <laughs> Unfortunately, he forgot to close the tiny diary padlock that is attached to the book, and he returned to his, quote, vellum and paper trampled in the winter slush. And when every idiot broke into Fitz's house, did not realize that vellum and paper are extremely expensive both, and not only are they so expensive that the ink work on both vellum and paper can easily be scraped off and used again, it's called a palimpsest. so they just lost themselves, a big old cyst Dutchie's Ben Franklin probably, and that's the end of fool's errand <laughs> <laughs> is wait did the pam pamplicest did they say that or did you say that no it's uh, i it is knowledge that <laughs> i know <laughs> about medieval <laughs> <laughs> thinking from my brain it's yeah a palimpsest and um they would scrape it off medieval monks would scrape it off with a bone knife they believe Ooh. Makes sense. And you can just Shit's use expensive. it again. I like that every like beginning and end of every book fits just like I'm trying to write a history, but I'm only <laughs> writing about myself, but then I hate everything I read, so I burn it and destroy it. <laughs> just every time. It's like, do you ever get anywhere? Like what's happening? Oh, he hates the things he creates. Who broke into his house? 
Oh. It was his shitty neighbor. <laughs> what was his name? With that pork it was the, me. The, the pig guy? Yeah, with the chickens. Yeah. Started with three piglets. <laughs> I'm going to read through his notes. Yeah, there's weighted shit in here. I'm going <laughs> to read <laughs> shit. Like, how Nerd. much effort? It would take the same amount of effort to but bring it all out. Also, it could have just been, like, half forgot to lock the door, you know? Like... Some wind blew through. Yeah, He's just all like, loose paper. It's like the the RPG player came through and started looting the house because that's what you do at RPGs. It's the magic. Is, this, is this future fits like after this trilogy fits, or is this? I like, think this is fits now, like not too much in the I, future. It seems like the first trilogy future fits was a fits contemporaneous with this trilogy. Yeah. And I think that this future fits is contemporaneous with the next trilogy. I don't know if it's the next trilogy or if it's or just some the, in between time. Yeah, like the in between. It's time. it's fifteen years later, and he's wondering why his house did not keep itself up. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> like, well, maybe I locked the door. His house without windows. <laughs> Someone broke in. It was the weather. <laughs> <laughs> And he didn't it was have like a yeah, glass window. window. He just had a window. Non-glass windows are useless. Fitz's true thief is time. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to do every episode prompts before we talk about what we hope is coming up? Yeah, sure. Okay. Every episode prompts. Friends in high places. Character introductions and exits. Well, I don't think we have many new characters, but we are reminded... Just the Narcheska. The Narcheska. seal stuff. Yep. Interesting character. I'm sure we'll see more of her. Hap's got a lady. We don't know her name. Who's that lady? She's got a tongue piercing, though. She definitely has a tongue piercing. Maybe Hap got the tongue piercing. He also got it. Oh, no. He got 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 a belly button piercing. Yeah. (laughs) No, their tongue piercings are going to get locked together. (laughs) You got her name tattooed on like his heart or something. He's gonna have to change it into something else later. Hemp necklace. <laughs> yeah, and I guess by that we're like slightly we're introduced by name it. to Hap's lady friend, but TBD if she's a problem or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminder, you know, we're reminded that we're back in the politics of Buckkeep, so you know what the queen wants and what Shade wants is now. In play. What a shade wants. What a shade needs. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever makes the queen. Set you free. Yeah, I'll just push that one out. Yeah, we that one needs some work. (laughs) Skills acquired. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever keeps it happy in barkeep. Oh, skills acquired song parody. We're gonna have an album. <laughs> we have some. We have to have something to play in the realm when people are waiting for their rides. We don't have enough we'll money to Bucky pay for the rights of all of these. <laughs> we will not have Yet. an album. <laughs> we'll just get if it's a cover do slash parody. You're good. Could do what? Fuck you. Yankovic style. Skills acquired. Fits and company learn and grow. What new skills are shown in this section? There were new drugs. New drugs. drugs. Bathing, Bathing in a tub. Fits, fits seeing. Fits seeing. Dut- dutiful, dutiful slash fits 
skill you wedding have to together. Drape the expensive silks, not wad them. <laughs> <laughs> but you can throw paper and vellum around. <laughs> he didn't acquire that skill. He just learned of it. <laughs> Whether he will apply that learning or not, we shall see. I'm gonna say no. A sense of equality with shade, that seems to be like an important A chair. He got a chair. He got a chair. <laughs> Maybe maybe less secrets. We'll see. Do you think he got a chair because Shade was like, I don't want to sit on that stool anymore. <laughs> Fitz has night eyes echo. Yeah. Good. That brings us to animal assists. My black still holding it down for all tall black horses everywhere. Fennel, Fennel for self-care. Is yep. therapy, therapy. The main character. Care. And the ghost echo of Night Eyes mm. when you need it. Best ghost echo ever. <laughs> was the fool there and how fabulous was he being? He knows the proper care of shirts. He was pretty sassy. I appreciated it. He can do a pretty good Fitz impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to have to kill you. <laughs> uh, Fitz Misery the Bastard has a moment heroics tantrums extremely bad decisions standing in the rain watching the parade <laughs> is pretty sad <laughs> <laughs> he's now passing those on to dutiful so I feel like we're on like part two of this we're on generation two Getting super drunk and falling asleep naked in the bathtub only to, find, <laughs> only to have your former guardian your old have boss. to come in and have a whole conversation with you while you're naked in the tub. That's good. <laughs> Did he not care that he was naked in there? No, Fitz cared. I mean, you have to imagine the water is so dirty by that point you can't oh, it anyway. oh, it's, like wow. it's dark. <laughs> it's dark. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> He a never nude? He's definitely a never he nude. He needs to like. This he... is 100% a never nude. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's, got he's a like a never. He's a never shirt, but he's always got like wild man pants on, like Hulk style. Never, never ankle. Never, never calf. Never thigh. <laughs> never thigh. I died a little bit when he was like, I put my pants on and they were all droopy and saggy because I've lost oh, weight. God, and I, I was like, God, no, the droopy, saggy tights again. Sag, sag, sad, saggy sack, sad, saggy sack jeans. Yeah. Uh, but did you die? Important em- events and predictions about what's coming up. Um. Temper tantrums, bad decisions, maybe some poison. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's happening. I mean, maybe there's some piebald crap going on. I don't know. Maybe the forge stuff is coming back. Well, it can't possibly be the end of all the piebald stuff. Seems to be pretty much. Piebalds are going to wit forge to something. Wit forge? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to wit forge something. They're going to wit forge. People are going to be like, getting is that up when you it. whip on to a forged one or what? Yes, what yeah, sure, that's an idea. I mean, that's what she that's was... what she was trying to do. You forged. You forged what was okay. the cat lady's name? Petaline. 
Pedaline? Pedamame? Pedamame. Panda bear? She was trying to, she was trying to skill P-E-D-A-L-I-N-E. That's Pedaline. So yeah, there's going to be people, people trying to get into people. Pedaline. That's your, people will definitely be trying to get into people. Stop. That's going to be a thing. (laughs) No. No one will touch each other. I will never again. Yeah, get I don't. Out of me. This is get the first me. time that I feel like there weren't a lot of question marks at the end of one of these books, where like something really giant wasn't answered. I feel like everything kind of like tied up pretty well, except when the, the intro of one of the chapters was like, "Hey, remember the, all that stuff that we didn't answer? It's yep. gonna come back." <laughs> yeah, I mean all the redship wars and yeah. Kebble. Kebble Doman was also Kebble <laughs> name drop again. Kebble, Kebble bread raw FF. You do not want to eat raw Kebble bread. It will upset your stomach. Raw bread. <laughs> raw bread. Yeah. I still just call him the Keebler Elf. Super. You know it, his like, what is it like? Would the what do you call it? Like the little specialty that a serial killer leaves behind, so you know they're like calling card. His calling card. This is just like they, he shoves raw bread dough into everybody's mouths dough. when he kills them. <laughs> yeah, raw bread. It's a, it's Cause a, of death, asphyxiation by raw bread. It's his thing. Not dough. You don't get it. It's not cool. <laughs> I'm never calling it dough again. The dough. <laughs> the dough boy. Kevin Brand. Uh, what made you cry? The silks. <laughs> yeah. We have we have no more tears left. We've spent them all. The yeah, return of the of last Jenna. week. Sorry. Ugh. I am not team re- Jenna. I don't. The return. Why of do you hate Jenna so much? She's just in the way. I don't. What do you mean she gets way. in the way? She gave them charms that help save their lives. That's not getting in the way. <laughs> She's in the way of the ship, Ashley. <laughs> so is Laurel, but y'all don't seem to mind about that. I don't like Laurel because either. No one- because the fool doesn't care about exactly. Laurel. Yeah, you're getting married. You're getting married. Like, I must be heterosexual, and here's a woman. So okay. She's a good hunter. Are you gonna marry her? <laughs> Lord Golden's like who? The what? <laughs> I only have eyes for you What's and your shirts name? that are ruined. You know I love you, right? <sighs> I froze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't like Jenna. I don't like her. Okay. Oh, uh, did Fitz fits it? Uh, he's gonna fits I mean, he was it. being pretty fitzy, but he didn't yeah. fits anything. I mean, he falls I mean, asleep in that tub, which is a little fitzy. He could have... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... It's fitzy, but it didn't, like, affect anyone but him. No. He didn't, like, fuck anything up. He just was... He might be he might be fucking dutiful up a bit. I don't know. I feel like some Aww, there's definitely going to be some bad habits passed down. <laughs> dutiful, your first lesson will be. Well, I don't know how he's going to how he's supposed to train dutiful in the, in the skill when every time he skills he gets these like <laughs> body-shattering fucking migraines. Like how's that going to work out? It's like just who, however, whoever had the skill first in the world had to learn it. Like they're starting from square one, like a bunch of cavemen. Yes, but they probably all died quickly. 
cave, man. <laughs> it's like the invention of fire. All right. Anything else? What do you want to see in the next, the next book? Drama. Drama. Mm. Yes, drama. Sexual relations between Vince and the fool. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Gotcha. I think it's interesting. How did you get that, my notes? Um, that Fitz and Dutiful are probably like the only people around who have both the skill and the wit. They're definitely the only people. They're like they're are, it. Yeah, they've. I mean, it's. I, it's. It's. I think it's very likely that they're the only ones. Uh, but they're. But they're also like probably each at the very bottom of the list of people who understand how to use the wit and the very bottom of people who understand yeah. how to use the skill. Yeah, there's the, there's the Kwisatz Hatterach. Not, like, not like in terms of like raw power, but like in terms of like having any knowledge. clue how to use it. Yeah, yeah. Shocking lack of knowledge. It's like they inherited an airfield full of airplanes from Verity, but Verity was the last person who knew how to fly an airplane, so they're just like, "Hey, let's hop in this airplane and crash some knobs and take they off." Have a, but they like maybe they have like half of like one old handbook, and it's like not for that model plane. Yeah, it's a different or... airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "I could do and it." They could get it off the ground, but they don't know how. Did to you know it. that all airplane rules that they keep in planes in the entire world, they're all in English. Isn't that crazy? So, like, if you're on a commercial Bowie. airliner that's manned by, like, it's like a Spain-built plane with Spanish captains, like, the manuals are all in English. My dad told me that. They also, all the all the pilots have to know English. Well, yeah, but when you're in a panicked moment, and you're trying to decipher, like, yeah. No, but, but about in, the... Like English and Spanish? Yeah, but, like, if, if I'm in, like, if I'm, if I'm flying, like, India Air, I gotta know English. But what if like the pilot dies and you're like a passenger and you have to? <laughs> you better hope. You better you better push. find a find a good video on YouTube in your language. Shit, I'd be like, all right, let's fire up that hotspot and rules be damned. <laughs> That's fits in it. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah, YouTube talk. Well, There's only you know, seventy it's like, switches. <laughs> it's like that for them, but it's like all written in like old, like. You know, elderly language, and they're just like, well... It's in, like, Chaucer's English. <laughs> <laughs> you will flip it, the... Uh, the... <laughs> I can't they get the switch <laughs> if you scrape away the ink. So they even have... <laughs> just scrape away the label uh, that says anything, and just replace it with a, another label that says land plane, and then flip the switch. That's how that works. All right. Reminder for next reading section. We will be reading Golden Fool. Uh, and it's going to be the prologue through chapter four. It's going to also be the best book in this entire series of I mean, of the Elderlings. So. Does the fool get Arguable. even more golden? Toasty fool. <laughs> <laughs> Golden brown fool. So, Rachel, you disagree well with done, Alyssa's fool. statement that this is the best book in all of the books. I It is a very good book. But you disagree. I did not. You said it was debatable. <laughs> Ashley's trying to make it's drama. Debatable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now fight! <laughs> yeah, I want to see a fight. <laughs> I just... Uh, Rachel, you're State probably your right. Case. I love you. 
<laughs> State your case They can fight with now. me because this has never been my favorite book, but I'm curious to see if I like it better this time around. I think this I is really my favorite it. trilogy, but I also haven't read all the trilogies. I, I think that this current book, this first book of this trilogy, is the closest we've come to a centaur, and I think that counts for something. Like a million points, correct? <laughs> right. I mean, but so it was Lodwine, questioning, so do we really like questioning your choice what, now, Lodwine? No, centaurs. All I heard was centaurs. Centaurs. <laughs> Brandywine <laughs> Buck. Brandy Buck. Brandywine, whatever his name was. Buckleberry Fan. Buckleberry Fan Brandywine Cheer. was a centaur. 20 miles. And... <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. This has been Bucky Radio. You can email us at Bucky Radio at Gmail. I'm Rachel. You can find me at Darth Rachel on Twitter and Darth underscore Rachel on Instagram. I'm Alyssa at AlyssaMainer.com, and whenever you Google centaurs, I'm also present. <laughs> I'm Jenny. You can find me at FacelessFree on Instagram. Please send us your favorite overblouse. <laughs> I'm Eli. You can find me at Chewy Bread Cosplay on Instagram. I'm Ashley, and I'm on Instagram at LadyBirdParker. And I'm Joey, and I um, powerkid.exe on Instagram. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I only had two beers. I'm not even drunk. <laughs> all right, it's all right. I can't even say my intro. <laughs> isn't really 11 or only Mar- oh yeah <laughs> only only Mar- Ugh, what a oh, question i am remembering that <laughs> yeah. oh i totally forgot everything <clears throat> she's like you know like marginally a year and a half older than that like, okay uh I mean... she's secretly 40 <laughs> <laughs> She's 40 and out on the Cool, beach. she's 12. I'm really happy about that. Yep. She's 13, I think. Uh, she's that's not, that's much 13. better. She's 13. She's only like a year younger than him. That's really right. fine. Yeah, that's fine. They should get married. Mm. I mean, it's far better than like, you know, all the other terrible relationship age gaps. Other things I'm looking forward to. Uh, nettle. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Just, she doesn't show up physically for a while, but she does like start. He starts having the dreams. Well, father, yeah, where she's like, he's like, why the fuck do I look like a werewolf? And she's like, <laughs> that's what I imagine you look like. <laughs> Not far off. Um, what else? I don't know. I was thinking when we were talking about. Oh, I was talking about the kids. And each one, I was thinking about B and how she just gets completely screwed. Because she gets fits like trying to be a father, but also being terrible <laughs> and abandoning her because he stabbed some old guy and she doesn't know what the fuck is going on ever. But she gets 
She gets Wolf Father. She does she get Wolf Father, also, and Wolf Father's the best. Yeah, she gets to also stare at him deadpan unimpressed for most of the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, I my favorite moment with the two of them is just her being like, you're so loud, stop feeling so much, oh my god. The saddest thing about B is that she has, like, no relationship with the fool, and in fact she feels really antagonistically toward him because he's the genesis of, like, all that bullshit. I think that's maybe my least favorite part about the whole trilogy, that last trilogy. Right? Because, like, the fool at the end is, like, desperate to be like, hi, hi, B, hi, how are you? And she's like, fuck right off. Don't talk to me. (laughs) Like... My father is basically choosing you over me. Like, fuck yourself. <laughs> so, I hate that part. That sucks. But... I got a lot of crying emojis on my Night Eyes thing just now. <laughs> is it just me, or is, does that, like, description of seal eyes, like, make you think <laughs> that she looks vacant? Like, her, her expression you... is just, like... What are you saying about seal? Like, just... No. <laughs> what do you... What? Do you, you don't think that seals are, like, actually kind of cute and, like, look like they have deep feelings? Eli, look at me. Like, a person with, like, pupils <laughs> that are the entire T of your eye? Yeah, you like Deanna Troy. It's like a, like a Bratz doll or something. Are you saying know. a seal is a dumb animal? <laughs> <laughs> look at me. <I'm> withdrawing. <laughs> He can't. He can't do it because he knows he's wrong. He knows he's wrong. Um, what else is happening? Oh, okay. So things, the drama. What will? What are the dramas that will make Ashley really happy? Jack showing up. Jack showing up for sure. For sure. For sure. But then that also precludes Civil showing up, spreading all his nonsense. We should call it uh, Golden Fool, Gay Panic, the book. <laughs> Golden Fool, Secret Giant, Tramp Stamp. Secret Giant. going up. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just can't wait till Sudden shows up and, and Fist describes him as yeah. a lizard boy. Lizard boy. <laughs> With a, he, he describes him as... um. Having like a baby's head on a long neck. <laughs> he just doesn't understand. Like an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> um, There's also the whole drama of like Fitz spying on Peter and and Eliana like through the wall and being like, "There's something going on with them," and then going to Shade and. See now that I don't remember any of this other than him being in the walls. <laughs> Does he, um, he finds out about Rosemary? He finds out about Rosemary and, and he's, he's not, like, why he's, the fuck? He's not the assassin is, anymore. Is fucking Rosemary sitting next to the queen? Why the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? I am going to stab her in the face. Tell me why I shouldn't stab her in the face right now. <laughs> and the Ketrin's, Ketrin's like, uh, cause she was four. <laughs> she was a baby, Fitz. <laughs> He's like, well, I was a baby. I was killing people and I was a baby. <laughs> so it's like, no. Oh, the introduction of Thick. We can look forward to mm-hmm. all of that drama. 
Well, we've sort of been introduced to him already. Yeah. Peripherally. Mu- yeah, with the music. And he saw... Didn't he... Where's that? Did he see him the... yet? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That he was, was getting like, bullied. Boy is getting bullied, and he was like, oh, that's oh, a thing. And yeah, then... that happened. And okay. the, uh, I don't know if... I couldn't... I can't remember if Fitz was oblivious to it, or if he broke no, it he up he broke it. did he break it up with his like uh his charm he like showed somebody his charm and like broke it up uh i don't think he actually went over there i think somebody came up to him and then he just sort of left okay so it was unrelated yeah okay but he I was having a hard time just, telling if he broke up the fight or what when does swift show up is that in golden fool or is that later i don't remember I feel like it might be later. Poor Burrich driving all his sons away. Got some good drama though. Oh, Burrich. I can't believe she- Ashley's a Jenna stan. It really, it really does. <laughs> it really gets my god. Well, to be fair. She doesn't really see her as an obstacle yet. Because she hasn't been in it that much. Well, Jenna's also, like... She's kind of shitty. <laughs> I mean, I know that she has, like, the cool charms and everything, but she's just kind of shitty. I don't know. But she's got fennel. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, she's not, like, actively a bad person, but she doesn't really go out of her way to, I don't know. She just... (laughs) Just living her life. Yeah, she's just living her life, and as long as you vibe with her, she vibes with you, but she's not going to, like, make any hard decisions to, like, choose you over her own convenience. Just don't like any of the women in Fitz's life. (laughs) Oh, well, that's, yeah. Fuck that. (laughs) I'm seeing a pattern. (laughs) She's anti-book. She's anti-book. She's anti-literacy. She's not into it. Alrighty. She broke into Fitz's house. Yeah, she was trampling all of it. it Because she hates words, and that's why she didn't (laughs) save the vellum and paper. He really fucking lucks out with that, too, because he really did just leave his house and go on like a secret adventure and he totally should have come back to it like a people living there and like he did yeah we found this yeah but he left it full of farseer secrets like he literally wrote his fucking (laughs) diary and then just left it there oh fits like he should have been like hap put all the scrolls in the wagon when you come to (laughs) buckheap or burn them or burn them scrape them with a bone knife. I'm begging you. Please. <laughs> Animals died for that vellum. <laughs> reuse it. Reuse. Recycle. Uh, yeah, he has to go back, remember? He like, wakes up one night at like 3 o'clock in the morning and he's like, oh my god. <laughs> I left all my shit in my house. I gotta go. Anon gotta go get all that shit and then he burns down the fucking cabin that's dramatic he's really dramatic about it it's like 
everyone's gonna be like, well, I guess old man Tom Badgerlock died. <laughs> <laughs> old man, he's like 35. Yeah, but tell him that. I know. They're sorting through the ashes. What's this? It's his lock. He leaves his hair in there. <laughs> this does this does happen. This is badger lock. Yes. Does not happen. There's a lot of like back and forth between Buckkeep and Buckkeep Town. Like he's always constantly going up and down. I just think it'd be funny if they were sifting through the ashes and they were like, find a piece of scroll and it's like Fitz Chivalry Farseer. And people are like, what? People are like, wait, what the fuck? Who was this guy that lived here that no one ever liked? <laughs> I saw him once and he yelled at me. That was all I know. He stole yeah, my and his pigs. neighbor's going to be like, and he's witted and he stole my pigs. <laughs> my pigs. <laughs> and stole ate them pigs. whole. I'm going to be So him I could never find them. <laughs> <laughs> Fully armored from his skull. What? What? <laughs> I'm just ripping off you. It <laughs> was an Athena joke. Yeah, I'm like Athena, the battle pig. Yes, thank you. Rachel saw my love. Okay, so well, we have officially gotten all of this. <laughs> no. We've officially gotten our episode to the length all the other episodes are at. So yes, how did we do that? Stretching conversation. <laughs> I haven't decided. I mean, I have. I don't think I'm going to buy the illustrated edition. I just want to see it. I want somebody to put the pictures on Reddit. I guess I'll just wait for that to happen. I'm sure someone will. At least I get occasional validation on my artwork. Well, that's true. You're like that. That makes you like. That's a different tier of Rob Robin Hobb fandom, you know? Like, you're one of the art producers. Fine art. I get art. crying faces directed at me. It's great. <laughs> it's like 27 comments of crying faces. <laughs> how dare you? Now you know it's a glimpse of to how Hobb feels when she gets her power. Uh, if that's everything, let's end the episode. And we will... I'll see you next week for Golden Fool. That was really... That was energetic. <laughs> see you next week for fits inside the walls our the walls. intro will be truly like accurate yes we're inside book. the walls with fits and shade hooray and thick but there will be music skill music <laughs>